be a resource. Yep. Give them your cell phone number. Give these people your cell phone number because when they get in trouble, they'll call you. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Akery. And we be, before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already subscribed while there, drop us a comment along with a five-star Do review. It. We'll read it here on the show. This week's uh, featured review comes from Amy ZB. Again, we love you, Amy, Amy ZB coming through. She says, still listening to fresh ideas and steps to take five stars just heard Sherry Johnson's interview. That was number 351, Sky's the Limit on Pipeline Business. One of the best I've heard, Amy says. She pops the self-imposed fence. She also revisits Beth Traverso's uh, podcast, which was episode wow, 109. Was old one. yeah, yeah. Often, and uh, says that she urged us to claim our profiles on every platform and get the reviews. That one episode has helped me immensely. I saved it and re-listened to it all. Wow. So thank you so much, Amy, for dropping your review there. Excited to get into this week's interview because I know we're going to be talking about Pipeline, how to kind of generate leads for insurance. Our guest today is Dawn Myers. She is the broker manager at Delaware Valley Brokerage Services, serving the Southeast Pennsylvania and Southern New Jersey markets. With 20 plus years in the insurance biz, Dawn's focus has been on helping agents become successful in the individual small group, and Medicare spaces. Dawn, welcome to Stay Paid. Thank you so in much. In-studio yeah. interview, Dawn I should in say. Studio. So make sure to check out the video because we got this in-studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dawn's like, I want to make sure this is shared as oh, a yeah. video right before we got on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Share it. Yeah, Dawn, it's awesome to have you on. So we met you, what has it been, six months or so ago? It's actually been almost a full year. Has it been a year? Jeez, yeah. that's how much time flies. So we got involved with you. Obviously, we do a lot of work in the insurance space. You are crushing it. In that space, you're helping a ton of agents, and your personality was so infectious. I remember we went over to, was it Fogo de Chow? With and, Brad. Yeah, Brad. with Brad Swinehart from White Glove. I didn't get that had. invite. Josh was not invited. It was only for the cool kids. Sorry, see. guys. No, <laughs> but we went over there, and if you if you need a good restaurant, that's a great restaurant because that oh, was just like, we had you can eat meat coma. You know, yeah. they just bring the, the food around. It was around. too much. Yeah, it was too way much. too much. But from there, we've developed a crazy great relationship. I know you use Next our day. products and services. Next it's, day relationship. Oh, yeah. We were literally like closing deals at the booth the next day at one of her conferences. So I'm excited to pick your brain about how you're coaching agents because you're having a lot of success with it. But I'd love for you to share your journey with the audience. Like, how did you get into the insurance business? Kind of lead us up to today. It was by accident. I've actually met a couple of people that go to school for insurance that actually Temple has a program for insurance, which makes me chuckle a little because who wakes up and I want to be in insurance, but it happens, right? Um, yeah, I uh, I started back 20 years ago okay. and I started with uh, a company. Back then we used to underwrite policies. And so um, you would go into a house and it was crazy back then. You would have a family of five and little Susie has asthma. And so you'd have to say, well, I can insure you, 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 but little Susie has asthma. So mm. she can't get covered. It was That's the worst crazy. experience. It was terrible. It was terrible. So then um, when the Affordable Care Act came around, yeah. uh, it made my job a whole lot easier. Little Susie got coverage. The whole house got coverage. And then uh, Medicare boomed. 2006 Mm. Medicare 
Boom. Why is that? Why did Medicare boom in 2006? It's a Medicare Modification Act. Basically, okay. what that is, is it's um, it's making Medicare Advantage plans available to everyone. Okay, gotcha. So, um, it used to be like Medicare, Medicare supplements, wealthier people. Mm-hmm. So, Medicare Advantage plans came into the market, and they threw a lot of extra benefits, and it made it affordable for uh, for your average person. Now, were you person. selling a Medicare before that act uh, took place? It just, okay, so you mm-hmm. just, it just blew it up for you. Yeah, supplements. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, big deal. Right? So how long, um, so 20 years, obviously, doing the insurance game. How long being a producing agent versus kind of what your role is now? Because I know you still, I think, produce a little bit, but you're more coaching. Bad. Yeah, broker <clears throat> manager. So okay. I try to get my guys and my girls to write business. Okay. So I have agents in the Philly Five market. I have agents in um, Southeast Jersey. I okay. just got that uh, location. That's been mm-hmm. fun. I've been going out and meeting everyone and trying to figure out how we're going to market that that uh, area. Um, more than 10 years. Okay. More than 10 years I've been out there working with agents. Okay. So how many agents in all are in kind of the down line that you're trying to help produce? So with with Jersey now, um, I've got a few hundred. Okay, a few hundred. Okay, awesome. So tell me, I'm I'm very curious about this because I I see insurance a lot like a recruiting game. So it's a recruiting training and kind of inspiring people to go out there and do their calls. Do something different. Do, They've right? got to do something different. So how do what do you look for? in a top producing agent? Like, are you doing any of the recruiting, bringing agents yeah. on board to your demo? Like, like, what do you look for? Can you give us a little bit of your yeah, insight Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, I want someone that'll say yes. What does that mean? With everything. So uh, we're finding that uh, grassroots marketing is really okay. working, doing something different. Your magazine was definitely different. Um, you know, an agent that is willing to, to work. Okay. You know, someone that's willing to to take a risk mm. with me. And usually it works. I have one guy who works seven weeks a year, and the rest of the time he go he lives in uh, St. Thomas. No way. Yeah. He works well, so just seven work, hard weeks. Can I join your team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi. <laughs> Come on. Don't get any ideas just because you weren't invited to the steakhouse. You know, no. I'll get my chance now. Yeah. Come on. So where are you seeing, like, realistically then from a day-to-day strategy? I know we talk a lot about in the real estate space, you know, how do you start to build that pipeline? How do you start to get new leads as a new agent? What about in the insurance space? Like you mentioned grassroots, you mentioned our magazine. What other types of lead generation things are you coaching people or seeing people have success with now? So, I mean, you know what? We're not having—the business reply cards aren't hitting the senior market the way that we thought. They get—the um, the senior market at 65, they're getting um, just so much mail. Oh, really? Yeah, they're getting—so yeah. you have to do something big. Yeah. It's a big—it's a go big. Otherwise, it's just going to get put in a pile. Yeah. And so— so I'll plug your magazine real quick because it's big. Uh, I you like this. Go ahead, Don. No. <laughs> you can't, so you can't miss that magazine when when it comes in the mail. You're yeah. going to open it up. Yep. And so that's the first thing that uh, that seniors are taking everything else and pushing it to the side. But how do you build that list? Like, how, I mean, are you looking at people that are turning 65 and getting that data? Or are you building that list through existing relationships? Like, how do you actually start to build that? Yeah, a lot database? of it is referral-based okay. uh, from doctors, from pharmacists. Um 
carriers. And so you're seeing them build the relationship with those doctors and then getting them to refer out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they are. Like if you have an issue with, with insurance and you want to know if your doctor covers something, yeah. you're going to go to your doctor and ask, hey, do you take this card? Yeah. Right. Is that door knocking? Is that visiting the you, offices and building the relationships mm-hmm. with the doctors? I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. And and help with the carriers. The carriers help to make that connection as well. Okay. Yeah. Did you get rejected a lot trying to find pharmacists and doctors? I have never been rejected. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of mindset we need right here. Right there. It's no rejection. (laughs) No, and and I just keep going back anyway. Right? Yeah, it's not a it's not a never. It's just a not now. It's yeah, and it's not even that. I mean, if you're a resource yeah. for a pharmacist and you're saying, listen, I, my people, I'm going to send my people to you. Mm. You're a resource for him. You're partnering. It's not like you're trying to hook them. You're going to partner with them. Mm. That's the key word is the partnership word. And I think a lot of people underestimate, like if you just literally, the exercise I give people, sit down and look at your transaction, right? I call it the transaction, but look at the process of the fulfillment that you're doing. Normally in most businesses, you'll find three to five other businesses that have to be part of your transaction. Like they're in the mix somehow. So if you use real estate as the example, you have your mortgage lender, you have your title company, you have the insurance, you have so many ancillary businesses that take part in helping you get a deal across the finish line. Those are natural people that you should be best friends with, that you should co-market together if laws allow you to co-market together. And it's a a reciprocal relationship where you're giving to them, they're giving to you. So many people miss out on that and they don't form these partnerships. I literally was at the beach this last week and I met an owner of a bunch of Keller Williams offices when I was down there. And one of the things he's trying to do right now because he sees a need in the real estate market is connect basically mortgage LO officers with real estate agents with a joint venture mentality versus Mm -hmm. this agent just comes and uses Don, but there's actually a joint venture here where this agent makes money, this mortgage person makes money because there's so much opportunity in that. It's the same in the insurance space. Luke, you have such a huge building here. Uh, You should have a card swap like a couple times a week where... We have a big networking thing right here and have um, different groups coming in. Just different business owners. Yeah. Um, Are you part of any of those? Like, I love how you're setting up a networking (laughs) event at our office already. I love it. We got Uh, the space. Are you you part of those, uh, any of those local, what are they called? BNI? Yeah, yeah, I've done BNI. Okay. Mm -hmm. Has it been worth it? Um, Yes. Yes, okay. it is because um, because the relationship stays. Once you do a good job, yeah, then you're the you're their insurance person forever. Even if you drop out of the group, okay. if you're good at what you do, they're gonna they're gonna keep calling you. Okay. So I found that. Yeah, I did for years. I was driving to King of Prussia at five o'clock in the morning every Friday for a breakfast group. Mm. Oh. But those people are still my friends. I still use I still use a lot of them, nice. and they still use me. Okay. Yeah. Talk about that with the client relationship. Obviously, once you've done the deal, the transaction isn't over. You're continuing to build that client relationship over time. Are you doing, you know, if you're sending our magazine, that's one way to stay top of mind. Are you doing annual reviews? Are you doing check-in calls? Are you doing we text message to. to your base? Okay. Plans change every year. Yep. That was one way that I used your magazine that was great because um, I used to send a tiny little postcard that just said, reminder, your renewal, please send your updated drug list, your updated doctor's. Everything's very network oriented. Mm-hmm. And so I put that in the front page of your magazine. Okay. Like, nice. hey, remember, you need to get this information to me with a date. Yeah. This is the date I need it by. And um, and so they called. 
Okay. It was really good. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> it was. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. American Lifestyle Magazine is a high-quality, 48-page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Want to see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle Magazine at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. I'm curious because you work with a ton of agents, mm-hmm. right? You have a couple hundred in your downline. Motivation, drive, um, putting in the discipline, right? Or having the discipline, putting in the work is always a struggle. And the sales organizations that I've been a part of and I've led, everybody suffers from the same human condition of you naturally kind of pull back, you naturally get lazy. How do you motivate your agents? How do you get your people to perform, to get out there, make their calls, to do the door knocking, to network with the pharmacist? You don't door knock with Medicare. So not the door knocking, but Ever. you get my point. How do you actually get them to no do the activities? No door knocking. <laughs> Let me just say that disclaimer, again. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Compliance encur- don't hurt me. No. never encourage you to door knock. Um, so, my biggest challenge is my agents are making too much money and they get mm. real lazy. You give them like a lead and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, that's three blocks away from my house. Or they're can not you, ready to buy right now. Can so. you give that to someone that needs it more than me? <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Find new agents. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. there is some truth to it's that. It's true. Yeah, it, we yeah. need new agents. Not only do we need new hungry agents, but we need new agents that have, um, that, that have a, our agents are, a lot of our agents are old. They're on their, I don't want to say they're on their way out, but. So there's a prime transition opportunity. Right. Yeah. They're waking up on January 1st. They're getting their renewals. They're getting 300 K paid up front. Mm. Right. And so, and so then they go to their beach house and they hang out or they go to St. Thomas and they hang out. We need agents that are hungry that want to work all year long. Mm. Yeah, that are new, that that can be molded. Now, when an agent comes on board, are you guys buying leads or do you have the relationship with the carriers that they feed you? Like, how does that all work for you? So it, when I said grassroots yep. marketing, so serious, what, what we do is we, I have tables at the county fairs. A lot, really? of, a lot of seniors go. They go inside that tent. Really? They look at the cows and the baby pigs and the, yeah. the what is that, 4-H thing that they do? Yeah, 4-H club. Yeah, yeah. 4-H club. So I grew they, up in the country. I know these right, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they're they into it. That's where they go. They're going there. They're going to the grocery store. So you um, set up a booth at the grocery store? Um, I haven't gotten into a grocery store. I've gotten, I've set out outside of the grocery uh, store. Okay, okay. But then yeah, they yeah, ask yeah, gotcha. us to leave, so... You know. So you've set up get as much time without as permission, and they've asked you to leave. That's awesome. Full disclaimer: Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> don't set up South grocery don't stores. Don't set up without don't permission. Knock, don't I think care. it Got speaks it. to your tenacity. It's kind of like the uh, Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts or whatever. You know, they sell they sell Christmas trees or cookies or whatever. Every single you can't yeah. walk by the kid, right? They're like or the baseball team that's out there shaking their bucket. Yeah, I know. You Especially gotta, on the cold days, and you're like, oh, yeah. You put in like. A dollar, and they're like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> well, so how do you how do you 
motivate yourself then? You said, you know, we're, we're trying to motivate. You're not spending time motivating anyone else. You're just trying to get the new people. How do you motivate yourself? How do you get up in the morning and keep yourself going every oh day? Oh, my God. I love my job. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's still fun for me. I will, um, I'll stop when it's not fun. Nice. I got like a good 10, 12-year plan. And then I'll be on Medicare. <laughs> then you'll be in St. Thomas. <laughs> then I'll be on Medicare, right? I'll sell myself a policy. <laughs> what is uh, what is your favorite a book that you recommend to your agents to to read from a oh, business man. sales perspective? Really? A book? You didn't tell me <laughs> I was going to. Well, should. okay. Okay. It doesn't have to be your favorite book, but it could be your favorite YouTube video. How about my yeah. favorite magazine? I'll, yes. I'll do your magazine. Yeah. There we go. Favorite magazine. <laughs> I like Absolutely. Healthy Choice. I like that Healthy Choices magazine <laughs> with all the good recipes in it. It's delicious I love food. That. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm not out. It's not that formal for me. Yep. It really isn't. I, I, since I've been in your building, I had three calls from newer agents that were just looking for guidance. Okay. Um, that's, that's how I do it. I make okay. myself completely available almost to an insane. It's too much probably, yep. but it works. It really does. So um, I also do really well with agents that are working in their community. Mm. So if they have, a, you know, a church that they're working at or a temple, yep. um, those are great agents for me because it's all about just trying to get them comfortable enough with the product. They already have the people, right? Yeah, because it is 100%. I mean, this is any of the businesses and a majority of our audience. It's a relationship game. Like, what's so interesting is I interview top producers, right? Because people listening to this, like, you are a top producer. You have hundreds of agents that you're working with. You're doing extremely well. And listening to this, what it just reaffirms for me and should affirm for everybody is, oh, my gosh, this truly is a grassroots relationship game if you, that's like your point, if you can find an agent that has a church, they have the people, you just got to teach them to get comfortable with the product from a value perspective. Mm -hmm. So they're willing to go share that expertise and that knowledge. One of the most difficult things for my brother to overcome in the beginning when he got into real estate was understanding the value that he represented. And it was a huge shift in mindset for him when he realized, oh my gosh, I have so much value that I can offer to my friends, to my family, right. to everybody yeah. that I meet. You're not selling. Correct. And, and all of a sudden that switched everything for him. So now he literally is talking to everybody because he wants to help them. Right. And what's, what's really key is value is not knowing all the answers. Value is understanding that you can go problem solve and get the answer. So a lot of people, the blocker for them is, I don't know everything about the product. What if they ask me a question? There, right? Yeah. What if I, they ask me something I don't know? It's not about you, you not knowing. You should write a book. I'm going to buy His book is my favorite book. Like a little bathroom book. That, yeah, you know see, I mean? well, wait, why is it a bathroom book? Well, <laughs> coffee table She's book. She's already grading the book that I've written. You know, you should write a book. It's not a coffee table book, but it's a bathroom book. grading library, coffee table, bathroom. You got the bathroom. Yeah, I got the bathroom yeah, book. But, you, you but know, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, you should write but a book. But the point being is like that is a huge like fundamental shift you have to do in your mind to realize that you don't have to have all the answers. You have to be a problem solver and you have to understand the value that you bring to the table. And once you believe in yourself at that level, that's when you will talk to the people at your For church. Sure. We'll talk to the people at the grocery store. Yeah. We'll do all those things. Now you have a great testimonial from the grocery I do. store. I you do. should I share this. I, and I will. I have a great testimonial, not only for the grocery store, but from the doctor's offices mm. because people like the smartest people can't figure Medicare out. The smartest people are like, what is part A again? Mm. And and why am I be, buying B? There, immediately people think to themselves, well, I've been paying into it my whole working life, so it's free, right? No, it's not free. Mm. 
Uh, no, you're going to have a lot of holes if you think it's free. Um, and you're going to have a lot of exposure. So doctors, though, I, I dropped off. I ordered 300 of your books and yeah. just dropped dropped them off at different doctors' offices. And they were passing them out around the holidays. It Love was that. fantastic. Um, more people were. I mean, I've used it to mail. But, but leaving these books in places for people to pick up has been amazing. My doctor gave me your book. It's my book. Yeah, it's amazing. I, yeah. I wrote it. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> you know, they they think that like, oh, it's your book, yeah. um, and it's and it's good. It's a good book. Yeah. My my um, grocery store. <clears throat> I had it was when I first got your book, so yeah. I was like, oh, these were you know, they cost me some money. Yeah. So I didn't want people to pick them up and throw them in the trash. So I left like three or four at the. Uh, Maybe five at the um, at the giant grocery store. Yeah, outside where the car things are, mm-hmm. and um, and I just put them on the ledge and spread them out. And so a woman picks it up, and she had already seen my name. So now there's a book. So she had heard my name in the Medicare space. Now there's a wow. book that's got my picture yeah. and my contact information. She calls it. So by the time I actually went down the road to my office, I already had a call that <laughs> afternoon. It was crazy. That afternoon, she called and scheduled an appointment, and I wrote her that day. That is unbelievable. <laughs> you know what's so funny, too? It's like best. We have been, you know, talking with Ritter Insurance. It's a big, obviously, um, you know, company. And I think 14,000 agents they're connected with. That they, they, do just, business. they bought us. You know that. Ritter just bought you guys? Ritter bought oh, us wow. October 1st. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So they're even growing, right? They're even yeah, getting bigger. We are so Ritter. Andrew and I, who we had on the podcast, we've been, you know, working with them and trying to trying to work the relationship to get in and get approval with you guys to be able to do marketing for all these insurance agents and stuff. And so you're one of the people that first comes on board. And the fact that you got that testimonial for like the first magazine we did with you is like, oh man, this is destiny. This is unbelievable. Um, And what I love about it too, is it drives home. This is the key to marketing that people don't realize because you're hearing, oh, it's a relationship game Mm -hmm. here. You're listening to a producer building relationships. And what did you just say? The person who saw your magazine at the giant had already seen your face somewhere else. And this was another drip, another touch point, another Mm -hmm. mind share type opportunity. And that's why they ended up using you. Hence the relationship. People fail all day long in business because they expect to do one thing and get results. Barely anything works that way in life. Doing multiple things to where people see you all the time, they're getting value from you all the time. That's what strengthens the relationship, which gets a referral, which gets ultimately business. I tell my agents all the time, they need to see you again. They need to hear you again. Correct. Um, It's not a one and done. We're not picking our bag up and leaving. Be a resource. Yep. Give them your cell phone number. Give these people your cell phone number because when they get in trouble, they'll call you. When they get in trouble, it's at the pharmacy on Saturday morning. Your office is closed. Like, you know, get. Or at the jail on Friday night. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) All these seniors winding up at the prison, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, compliance. All right, last question for you. Knowing what you know now, what would you go back? What advice would you give to younger Don? Maybe the high school. Oh, we have tissues kid. available too. Yeah, yeah. Just Don't cry. No one would. I I would start. I would have started earlier. Yeah. In insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um. I bartended. You can tell this. You, <laughs> you love the game. I bartended. Yeah. Did you really? What age yeah. did you get an insurance? Uh, thirty. How? Thirty. I don't know. Don't look at me. You're looking at me like I know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, 
I'm, I'm doing the math backwards. Oh, you don't want us to know your you age. That, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, I mean, it's like a weird thing. So, yeah, yeah. I bartended for a while. Okay. Right. Yeah. But yeah. why? Like, why would you have gotten into a sooner? Like, what made you? So, there, it, the there's residual all? income in okay. insurance. So, especially with Medicare, you're paid renewals that are lifetime. Lifetime Jeez. renewals is a big deal. Wow. You write somebody at 65 expected to live at least until 85, right? Okay. So that's— Actually, the average age of a male, I think, is 74, so technically I'm But But I think that age. women, like— the Women live longer because they're so, smarter, but— Right, but we're not paid on gender. Ariel's we're clapping for on, that comment. We're, we're paid on policy, yeah. not gender, so we're doing okay. Right, right. Yeah, and, and so the residual—and and even now, I just want to plug one thing— this is the best time to be in the insurance industry. Do you know mm. how many baby boomers are turning mm. 65 right now? It's it's huge. It's huge. What'd they say? 10,000 people in Philadelphia a day? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard 65. the same thing because we go to a lot of insurance conferences. It's it's a crazy it's market the best right now. Time. Yeah. 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 Well, you're seeing that all around. Financial advising, the transfer of wealth that's happening in the financial advising mm -hmm. industry. I mean, the real estate industry for the last couple of years has been insane and is still probably going to go up. But that's a podcast hey, for another take day. action. If you're yeah. thinking about it right take now, action. take action. What are you doing? Stop sitting in your car. Get out there. Make some phone calls. Right. Don't door knock if you're in insurance. Don will not. Like that. <laughs> All right. Don't tell anyone. Dawn, thank you so much for being here. Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Uh, they can email me, Myers, and it's M-Y-E-R-S, at Ritter, R-I-T-T-E-R-I-M.com. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Thank you again for being here. And thank you all so much for listening to Dive Deeper into this episode. You can get the video and the show notes. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, there's two ways we ask you to do it. First is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review and a comment. And the best way is to share this episode with a friend, share this podcast with a friend. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Here is your action item from this podcast. Because I was thinking as we're going through this interview with Don, hey, what is something that you can take action on? I think all of you can sit down and literally write out who are the partners or potential partners that you should have in your business. So you heard in insurance, who are the pharmacists that you should be connected with? Who are the doctors that you should be connected with? If you're in real estate, who are the mortgage brokers? Who are the insurance agents like Don that you should be connected with? Look at your industry. It doesn't matter. All of you have potential partnerships and ask yourself, do you actually have a true relationship with those people? And are you networking together? Are you co-op marketing? Are you doing things to spread each other's brand because it's reciprocal? You have synergies and you're non competitive. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. Mm -hmm.